Hey guys, happy holidays. It's Lynn right here with you again on Seriously. I'm coming to you most days from right here at anchor.fm front slash seriously. Or maybe you've subscribed to this podcast through the podcast app on your smartphone. Either way, thank you so much for coming back, hanging out. I just, I'm so thankful, so very, very thankful for your time. Um, you guys inspire me. You inspire me to keep going. Um, your, your, your messages, your questions, your concerns, any communication, I dig it. I absolutely dig it. So thank you. Goodness gracious, thank you so much. Um, truth be told, I have started and stopped recording this episode about nine times uh, this morning. Because sometimes I just, I have a hard time. And, and when I say that, what, I'm, what I mean to say is, the holidays bring back a lot of anxiety for me. Bring about um, issues. Bring about memories. Some not so good And I guess my whole reasoning for wanting to share this with you guys is I want to issue a challenge. I want you to do something. And if you already do it, great. If you don't, I want, I want you to do this because it's kind of like filling your karma jar with good karma points. And you really shouldn't want to do something to, you know, make your... make points with stuff, but I think you'll understand when I start talking about it. So, I've been divorced and a single mom now for, well, about 12 years. Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that I would be a single mom, a struggling single mom at that. Um, We've had some great Christmases. We've had some not so great Christmases. There were times that I was um, literally wondering how I was going to even buy one gift, let alone three. But through it all, the one thing that the kids and I have always done, and I'm going to ask you to join us this year to do the same thing in your community, is we've participated in a local program that basically gives to families who are just down on their luck. And when I say down on their luck, I'm, I don't mean that they are, you know, they've been on welfare for a good couple years. These are hardworking families who just have had a good run of bad luck. And it has been an eye-opening experience. It has been a humbling experience. And it has been an experience 
that we have come to because we were given that gift first. You see, the first year that I was going through my divorce, I mean, within, let's see, I, my divorce started in September. Here comes Christmas. Um, I received a note on the door that my house that I had lived in for quite some time was being foreclosed on because none of the payments had been made. Um, side note, if you're in any kind of relationship, if you don't have an open dialogue with your partner, with your spouse, with the person that you're living with about things that are going on, you are only hurting yourself. I was naive in thinking that when I was told I will handle everything, it wasn't being handled. But I digress. So that first Christmas or leading up to that first Christmas, it was a source of stress, a source of heartache. I didn't know. I had I lived a couple hours away from my parents, so it wasn't easily able to get to them. Um, I think in my refrigerator, God bless my couple of my friends who... Um, sorry. <laughs> you know, they say, if you can talk about something without crying, you've healed. But I believe there are things that you don't all heal completely from because it's there to remind you. I don't look on that time has been completely terrible. I... I truly believe it was a blessing. It was hard. Holy shit, it was hard. But I learned to stand on my own two feet. I learned to cook top ramen in a thousand freaking ways. I learned that I have really good friends. I learned that I have some shitty friends. I learned that I didn't have a lot of friends. But what came out of that first Christmas was a habit and a desire to help others. You know, I always tell people, I went from silver spoon to plastic spoon in 2.5 seconds. It pretty much felt like that. I mean, I, I, I had a very great upbringing. I didn't, you know, I didn't want for anything Um, I was spoiled. So this was, struggling was a new thing for me. And I remember, oh man. I remember being in the store and having to decide between what I could afford that was on that belt there at the register because I didn't have enough. And I remember during that time, that first holiday season, I just, I didn't know if I was going to make it. I didn't know. I just didn't know a lot of things. 
But the one thing I did know is that I felt guilty. I felt ashamed. I felt unworthy. I felt like a bad parent. I mean, none of those things were true, but I felt it. We had someone show up with gifts. Someone, you know, I had people, I don't know who it was to this day, but someone left a couple bags of groceries on my doorstep. Um, and I knew, and I made myself this promise that if I ever had a little extra money, that I was going to do the same thing. And I was going to teach my kids that no matter your situation, sorry guys, no matter your situation, if you can buy yourself a cup of coffee, if you can, if you can buy yourself a luxury item, and to me, uh, mascara over $4 is a luxury item, you can afford to give to somebody else who is in a way shittier situation than you are in that time. So the kids and I started participating in things that would give back. Because we knew what it was like. We knew. We knew. We knew how shitty that situation is. We knew that feeling of desperation. You know, when my daughter wrote her college essays, she talks about how she knew what was going on, you know, now. But she talked about how learning math, her and her brother would sit in the cart going through the store, and I would ask them to help me add up stuff so we could learn math. When in reality, she knew that I was trying to figure out just exactly how much the food was in the cart so I wouldn't be embarrassed when I only had so much to spend. In that same essay, my daughter talked about how, you know, one holiday time we didn't have, we didn't have heat. It was like two and a half months of no propane. You want to talk about cold is when you can see your breath in the house. A couple of those weeks I didn't have electricity either. It was probably some of the hardest times. But again, even during that time, we still gave. We still gave. Because there's always someone who has it worse than you. Yes, there's always someone that has it better than you. But how, why not help the ones that need that hand up? It's not a handout. It's not a handout. It's a hand up. It's a, it's going to be okay. Let me lighten your load. Let me, let me put that smile on your face. Even if it's just for one day. I'll tell you what. Nothing can compare as when 
you drop a tree off to someone's house who you know they can't afford a tree. Or you watch someone just light up because you know that they've just received those anonymous gifts that you bought. A couple years ago, we participated in this Adopt-A-Family program in the community we were living in. and It doesn't matter where we live. doesn't matter where we're at. This is the thing that we do. This is our, this is our thing. And um, we, we got a list of this family. And what broke my heart was that the mom... All she wanted was a blanket. That was it. And the kids just wanted coats. That's that's it. For a 16-year-old kid, and that's all they ask for is just a coat? It, it hurt my heart. It absolutely hurt my heart. But what was even more of an amazing experience is that the kids realized once coming back from Christmas break, they saw the items that we had purchased on a couple of the kids that they went to school with, and they realized that this was the family that we had adopted. And they saw the smiles, the happiness, and the joy and they knew. We don't do it to make ourselves feel better. We do it because we know what it feels like to go without. We know what it feels like when you, like I said before, when you buy your, when all you can do is buy your food at the dollar store. And that's sometimes that's what you have to do. I think it's a crime, but you have to do it. I'm going to challenge each and every one of you listening today. I want you, don't, don't give to your food bank. I'm not saying don't, don't ever give to a food bank. What, what I mean is maybe your church group has a program that knows of some families in your town that could use a hand up. Maybe they could, maybe they could use a decorated tree. Um, maybe, maybe the kids could use a visit from Santa. Maybe the kids could use, you know, find out if you can help them with a holiday meal. There's so much that you can do in just your little corner of the world. And I'm asking you, no, I am begging you this holiday season, take time out for someone else. Give that hand up. You don't know what you you'd be doing for somebody. You just may save their life. Because as a parent that feeling of shame and desperation sometimes is so overwhelming that you just can't handle it anymore. And to give, that is the ultimate gift, is to give. 
to give a piece of you. It doesn't matter. It, it, it could be $20. You don't even know how much $20 can do. Maybe you don't know of any programs. Go to your local grocery store and buy some car- the gift cards, preloaded gift cards, and hand them out to some of the local homeless. They cannot be used. Most stores, you cannot use those gift cards to buy alcohol, if that's what you're wondering about. Or go and buy some bags of food. Maybe put together, you know, just some basic necessities. Have them in your car and hand them out to homeless if you feel so inclined. Buy blankets. Buy umbrellas. Buy coats. Socks. Something. Do something. You have no idea the impact that you will have. It is... It is profound. And as I always say on this podcast, we are all in this together. This truly is the whole reason. We are all in this together. We have to. It is not our responsibility to take care of everybody or one another or whatever. But we need to exercise some human kindness. We need to give. And I'm going to tell you, it will mean more than you can ever know. If I have it my way, I will never, ever quit until we have no more stress and strife. And yes, that's such a pie-in-the-sky thing, but I do believe that we can do it. We can do this together. If you are wondering how to get involved, what to do, the best agencies to contact, what have you, drop me a line at my email sgsolutionsforyou at gmail.com. If you look at my podcast page, you'll see my email. Shoot me a note in the subject line, write holiday giving, and I will get right back to you. I will tell you exactly who to contact in your community to help out. It could be something as simple as going and preparing food working for or volunteering with Meals on Wheels, anything. But your gift will last, will make that lasting impression more than you could ever understand. All right, guys. Thank you again. I'll talk to you soon. I'm sending you many blessings, and remember... Spread kindness like manure because it makes shit grow. And let's light up someone's life this year. Let's give someone a little bit of happiness, even if it's just for a day. All right, guys. Much love. Bye-bye.